Okay, anyway, so let's talk about names, baby. <coughs> let's talk about names, baby. Misnaming you and me. Ooh, I'm going to call moment. you all the good things. My thing will be real quick. I had a cute moment at the tax office today where the woman was like, blah, 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 ma'am. But it, oh, would you prefer ma'am or sir? And I was like, oh, well, uh, <laughs> sir, actually, thanks. But, you know, ma'am's fine. I, I, whatever, I'm gender fluid. Who cares? And she was like, oh, okay, yeah. And then we got into talk. And she was like talking about how she saw the Isaac. So she was, she was like, oh, well, ma-, you know, and she's been seeing more, you know, me lately. And then the gay marriage stuff's happening. So anyway, we just were like quickly, I was just kind of forgiving her and absolving of her, her from all of her sins and yeah. just being like, yeah, here's a little bit of education. And then, you know, I gave her a gender fluids card and she wished me good luck on Monday. And oh, <laughs> see, isn't that so nice when like you meet just like regular, you're like doing tax shit, like uh-huh. you're out doing like just adult shit it's like you're just a motherfucker who's like kind of seen what's going on it's like yeah i'm gonna be a good person i'm gonna make that choice and like uh-huh. oh here's an easy and they were fucking chill about they it were like chill they, and i was chill and <laughs> there wasn't like absurd amount of apologizing there's like oh actually you know what would you prefer and then you told them they weren't like okay good i'm so sorry it's like it was clear that she was a little bit more conservative and in fact when i gave her my the, the gender fluids card i was like well so if you know anyone who's like into sex and gender stuff, you should give this to them. You know, yeah. I wasn't like, listen to my body. I was just like, I gave it to her. And then she was asking, she said she would really like to go to comedy shows. So then I was telling her, I was like, what night would you like to go? And I told her about Buzz Mill and just, and then I told her if she wanted to follow me on Instagram, she could um, find out about shows and stuff. But it's just like, uh-huh. I think I'm like, I, you know, I'm like, she likes comedy. I think she'll come out and then it's like, let's, and, I'll, and then she'll become a little bit less conservative every time she comes to a comedy show. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You got to rope them in with love, kindness, and all that. And Come you have on. to keep them entertained with darkness entertained. and filth. Yes. <laughs> Relate to their dark side. <laughs> oh, <laughs> it's so the, true. To do the Lord's work, you have to do the devil's work. It's complicated, you know, but it's, it's really... Uh, I think it checks out. It's two sides to every coin. Mm-hmm. <laughs> This is the Gender Fluids Podcast. We're your hosts. I'm Ava Smart, a 26-year-old trans girl and bottom-leaning switch. And I'm Ariel Isaac Norman, a 32-year-old boy lesbian, for now. And we're bringing you the only queer podcast that isn't super gay. Gender Fluids is a podcast about all the sex and all the people. You can follow us on Instagram at Gender Fluids Podcast. On Twitter, we're at Gender Fluids Pod. Our email is genderfluidspodcast at gmail.com. And if you want to support us on Patreon, you can find us at patreon.com slash genderfluids. Enjoy the episode, y'all. So yeah, I changed my name. Yeah. Not legally, but yeah, uh, to Ava. But here's the thing. I I really am. It's like I could do things the easy way, but I'm not. I didn't get rid of my old name, (laughs) nor did I move its position in my name. Mm. Like uh, I kind of just like middle childed or like stepchilded somehow (laughs) my my name. So like I was born Kevin Austin Smart. Uh So. I've just loved the name Austin. I never planned on changing it, but it's been really awkward now. I'm far enough along in this that I get weird looks with Austin. Uh-huh. You know, it used to be amusing. Now it's frustrating. Yeah. And so I changed it to Ava Austin Smart. Mm-hmm. Didn't move Austin around. Mm-hmm. Just going to go by Ava now. Yeah. But boy, has it been 
a bitch. It is for nobody else but me. Yeah. No, but everybody else, I, I was like, hey, I'm changing my name. And they're like, cool, bet. Like, everybody at work, like, now people greet me with my new name. Like, hey, Ava. Like, mm-hmm. they never used to be like, hey, Austin. They'd like, good morning. Yeah, but, like, but you know, now but, I'm, but I'm saying, like, no one fucks up. Yeah. Like, like my boss fucked up kind of once. <laughs> but she was creepy. just like, but she was like, hey, Austin, I'm sorry, Ava. And I was like, oh, yeah, it's all good. But, like, <laughs> meanwhile, I am switching my name. I fucking go to New Orleans and, like, Almost every single time I introduced my per- myself to somebody, I was like, hey, yeah, awesome. Sorry, Ava. It's new. Right. It's a new name. I'm getting used to, you know. Well, because you I have like- all that muscle memory of everything of like saying I'm Austin. All those people never, as you say, never say, hey, Austin. You know, I we know. don't really do it's that. It's like a total reconceptualization of myself mm-hmm. in a weird way. Yeah. Yeah. Like I used to Ava's think Ava's a of, different person than Austin. Yeah. I used to think of my self and my Austin, my Austininess, if that uh-huh. makes sense. Yeah. And like, I don't know how to, I'm like in this very slow process of transferring that to Ava and Ava Enos. Yeah. You know? It's a rebirth. So fucking wild though. Yeah, I, well, I've had to change. I mean, you say it's not a chore for anyone else, but we all have to change you on our phones and then like all over the website, like no, all kinds of oh, stuff. Oh yeah. Oh, it's just huge. <laughs> for all the flyers. I had to, I had to email hoo ha ha. And like, <laughs> yeah. they were like, we went back. I didn't expect them to do this at all. This was so goddamn nice. Yeah. I was just like, Hey, I'm going by Ava now. If you could just like change it in our podcast description, like on the website. Yeah. Um, and think you know they would change it on their podcast page and they would change it like on the website but they they were like hey we went back and we made sure to correct it in every post we've made about you well, i was yeah, like get dude. the fuck out yeah like, because you're it's when it's trans stuff it's a hate crime not to of course they but did like th- but those were made before no the to... name like that was the person i was i know that's crazy you know do and you like, even want that i always kind of think like it's I mean, it's confusing, but it's like that, you know, I changed it on my YouTube videos and things like that uh-huh. just oh, for yeah. clarity's sake. Yeah. Even though that was the person I was then, yeah. I'm still, those jokes are just up there to be representative of like yeah. different people. But like, you know, um, I, so I changed it there, but like, yeah, I didn't think about going back on their social media post and changing it. I was like, that, well, yeah, that's, I was just Austin back then. I'm changing dude, my name now. How, like, we just got 500 business cards like a week I ago. Know, <laughs> dude. <laughs> you dumb bitch. <laughs> <laughs> With my old information on whore. it, too. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, every Twitter and Instagram, Austin is smart uh, or whatever. Yeah, it's just that <laughs> Ava is smart now, but. Uh, I yeah so Whatever. didn't think through that and it never have you tried to have that conversation when you hand out the business card it's, it's always clumsy <laughs> it's not worth it I'll, I'm not even gonna bring it up I'll just one night I'll go buy like a gram of cocaine and just like sit just down and just like scroll it out and write out Ava <laughs> Ava limited edition Ava. hand yeah. hand signed <laughs> yeah business card yeah, say, sign them cute oh do you have a good uh, Ava signature no I have never actually that's I've a never cute one to do it is you I didn't think about that your signature before well that's how modern era we are that you didn't try out your signature I mean before. my signature I have bad handwriting yeah, my, is, and my anyway. signature looks like a fucking like <laughs> two year old. That's <laughs> me too. Asperger sci fi. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God we have just the right amount of Asperger's. Dude, I'm just saying, like, when I'm writing in cursive, it is like the fucking Olympics for me. It's like, oh, Jesus, uh, here comes another, <laughs> here's a loop. 
But like, I can't ever just like accept it and like just what ride it slowly. I have to feel like I'm fucking that cool so and flick my wrist a little yeah, bit. Yeah, because like it up that more. gay Renaissance fair Asperger <laughs> shit comes out of us. <laughs> what is it about us? Oh, uh, yeah. I wish I weren't drawn to all that shit. I resist it though. Um, okay. Yeah. So. So yeah, change my name's been a bitch for me and I'm sure for everybody else too. I'm so sorry. Like I really don't give a shit if you mess it up. Like I get this is all just a big work in progress. Um, but like, <laughs> dude, I might put it in here or part. I'm going to put part of it in here. I'm mm-hmm. not going to put our commentary, but probably what I'm about to play is just going to be 30 seconds of me trying oh, yeah. to re-record our intro <laughs> <laughs> last night and just fucking up my own name like time after time just so everybody knows how not big a deal it is Ava smart <laughs> Ava no no <laughs> shit I didn't think about how I was gonna say it <laughs> ever 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 Ava yeah this is the gen- <clears throat> this is the gender fluids podcast we're your hosts I'm Austin fuck this is the Gender Fluids Podcast. We're your hosts. I'm Austin. Fuck! This is the Gender Fluids Podcast. We're your hosts. Fuck. This is the Gender Fluids Podcast. We're your hosts. I'm Austin Smart, uh, 26. Fuck, dude! Oh, dude. Yeah, and here's the thing. I was so focused on that. Mm-hmm. I never... In the intro that's coming out tomorrow, it's still going to say that I'm 26. Oh, yeah. You turned 26. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just, maybe for Hollywood reasons, we should start lying about our ages now. Well, I thought, like, maybe I'll just never just change keep it. Saying, Let's just be 26 and 32 forever. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, deal. <laughs> our perfect form. I'm a 26-year-old trans girl. Austin, you're 49. <laughs> you're 49. See, I just Good. said Austin again. God oh, damn, damn it. Oh, <laughs> fuck, dude. <laughs> And here's the thing, I want to be I Ava so people. bad, but it's so just... entertaining. Okay, thank you, dear listeners. <laughs> We've been getting some gems. I know, and that's the thing. It's like, look. Our listeners are pretty good about what they send us. Yeah, and y'all, we don't talk about everything you send us. I'm sorry, but it's just like, but but we do read. We do read we, them. We, we might be, talk about it ourselves. Yeah, yeah, me between the two of us at some point. <laughs> we'll, we'll definitely have a conversation about it if you send us shit. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but this was a good one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, a, a lovely listener sent us this article uh, from the so- from uh, Fox San Antonio, and it says controversy stirring at Ohio bar over menstrual themed drink. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> and it's like <laughs> I can't like believe I hadn't thought of this. A I'm Cleveland so area bar is causing controversy after rolling out a drink that includes a tampon <laughs> tampon applicator garnish. <laughs> <That's> sick. <laughs> These people rule. <laughs> I'm about it. Like I, just, <laughs> I want it to just be like a cardboard one. Not, not, not. It just slowly dissolves. 
or just like what if it, uh, what if it's like a little plastic stick applicator so you have to drink through the oh yeah <laughs> you drink stick. through it yeah you should be drinking through it or if it's a, like a wooden applicator you can like skewer a bar off with it. Dude, you totally. could actually do like a drink that's like tampon Make applicator tampon three straw. ways <laughs> eco of course tampon straws they'll be made of hay or whatever but make a tampon straw the drink is uh it's named oh, yeah. uh even can't literally <laughs> that's awesome <laughs> and it's meant to stir a discussion on women's health and that's where Hell i'm yeah. bored oh really no i know because it's obviously a joke i mean or not a joke but it's kind of like yeah yeah, yeah that's just what you say yeah, when you want to make a funny tampon drink you're like yeah yeah we're you know creating a discussion on women's health uh yeah, mm-hmm. it's like, of course, because of cause We're of donating a, money of to charity. Uh-huh. Not just because it's funny. Yeah, and then you donate money to charity. But what do you think they thought of first? The idea for the tampon drink? Or do you think they were like, how can we make some money for and raise awareness for women's health? No, somebody thought of the tampon drink. It was like, dude, we got to do that. That's so funny. We'll give money to charity. We'll call it whatever. And they had a sense of humor about it. And we're like, well, it'll be a good and funny and yeah, awareness raising thing. Sure. But they did it because it was funny. And then there's some fucking... Well, and it's great. It's yeah, great. so people are pissed off about it, except why, of course you are, you fucking are they, idiots. Why are they saying they're upset? No, just simply, it's gross. It's, it's disgusting. Gross. Even women are like, so I don't can't order believe it. you would do that. Like, that's like, dude. So don't order it. Yeah, I don't understand. Thing, uh, also, you can get the drink and like be like, can I get that? Uh, can I get the even can't literally, but hold the tampon? Hold the tampon, yeah. And they'll, they won't put it in, and then they'll donate the tampon. And yeah, they do exactly. donate $1 to a charity. Yes, and if you want to hold the tampon, if you're like, I'm not going to be an asshole because I don't need the Instagram picture, hold the tampon. They'll donate a tampon to a homeless woman or whatever they say. So... Yeah. These people who are complaining about it, it's like, I guess the whole, the only thing is like, you oh, it's no just the downfall of life, society you know? that no. if we joke about, I know, but I mean, I think that's the perspective. Like, really? We're destroying I think it's genuine. I think some in, people think it's genuinely insulting to women too. That's insulting? Like, yeah. We just like, <laughs> damn, dude, if that insults you, like, how do you make it? <laughs> that's pretty fragile. Like, that's doing? fucking yeah. funny. Like, that's art. Okay. I don't call many like drinks art, but like, I fucking love it's that. It's a fun experience to be like, I know that this is a sanitary drink, but my brain is sending me this feedback system. And so mm-hmm. let me play with what it's like to try to drink this or look at this or whatever. Like that's an interesting like psychological experiment that these people are getting to encounter, you know? And so it's like, I don't know, do you, you can look away pretty easily from that. If you're at that restaurant, like, is that the, only, that's the only complaint I can think of is that you're like, Oh, it's turning my stomach when I was trying to enjoy my meal. But it's like, no, you could have looked away. You yeah. kept looking. Be an adult. Be an adult. It's like you, you're telling me you can eat dinner at home and watch your dog lick its balls, but you can't right. fucking like stomach the sight of like a tampon and yeah, a drink. Yeah, the illusion of period yeah. blood. Because it does look like the drink does look like like period blood is melting into redder. water. <laughs> Just the way it does in a toilet bowl. So. Oh, it's so good. It's pretty tight. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, can I tell you my dream real quick? Oh, yeah. <laughs> it was super weird. Yeah, tell me your dream. The dream I had right before I woke up was that um, I was a priest, and there was a confessional that was really just a glory hole. And then on the other side of that was, like, my sister slash you. 
which if you recall the last time you yeah, were in my dream, you were my brother. It was my brother slash hey, you. I'm moving on up. <laughs> to, you're, you're gendering me correctly in your dreams I know, now. look at this. You're that, Ava now. That's a hard thing. I misgendered myself in my dreams for years. You're not misgendered, but it's like I was boy yeah, Austin in my dreams Yeah, this archetypal so shit that's happening. Yeah. Okay, so <coughs> my sister slash you were on the other side, and you confessed something. I don't even remember. And then... I was like, wow, am I really just about to pull out my dick and just put it in this um, parishioner's mouth right now? And then, but, so then instead I had this piece of corn, like a cooked corn. (laughs) And I was like, oh, this makes sense. You slash my sister. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Like, so then I was like, oh, right. This makes sense because you can't just start with your dick. (laughs) Like you gotta like get him, you gotta get him being like, oh, I guess it's not his dick, you know? (laughs) And so then the corn is going in and, and, but then y'all were using your teeth a little bit. Um, on and your so dick. On, the corn. on the corn. And so I, I was like, should I say something about no teeth now? Because you can't wa- you can't take the corn out and be like, no teeth when you put your dick in. So I was thinking about that. But then you were just going to town. You're so into the corn. <laughs> like, really, like, <laughs> really <laughs> enjoying blowing this corn and scraping all the teeth. Because you don't usually get to use your teeth. So you're yeah. like getting into it and like really getting all the kernels off and then anyway by the time that i was just kind of looking at this piece of corn and then something woke me up Ugh. probably you getting ready for work um <laughs> so, yeah. i thought you'd be happy to know you got it gendered correctly in the dream yay well that makes me happy mm-hmm. i'm so glad my sister now is <laughs> Oh, oh man! No, I love Freud? that. Like, Freud no. could just be railing cocaine and like, <laughs> <same> to us. <laughs> he just like was fucking right about everything. <laughs> at least with that, <laughs> at he least with that boy perverts. lesbian one. <laughs> yeah. If I, man, if I had that boy lesbian as a case study for all. <laughs> oh man, that'd have been great. Uh, <laughs> we would have had so much fun together. <sighs> So, uh, when I was in New Orleans, mm-hmm. I went to a punk rock show <laughs> and, uh, it's this band called show me the body and I fucking love them. They're great. Um, and it's the first time I've gone and seen like a new punk band that I really like. Cause like, that's not like a local band. Like there's not like a new, like a like nationally known or touring like punk band that I've like got to go experience that I that I also knew all of the songs for, huh. and it was the first time I'd like known all the songs for the punk band that I was seeing and was in like a space and environment How many and people? like I don't know, dude. Well, I mean, like a hundred. Okay, but it, it's at this place called Poor Boys, and it's this fucking tiny venue, oh, man. Tight. So like. Uh, it's like shoulder to shoulder standing. Right. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah. And so I got to do this as an adult and, uh, <laughs> when I was there, you know, when I was younger, I, w- I would mosh a lot. I would, I love mosh pits, right. Uh-huh. Metal shows and punk shows and things like that. And then I kind of stopped because it was like, it, I re- I only did it to bands that I really gave a fuck about, right? Yeah. It's like, I, ha- I can't just... Care. You can't get it up for just... Yeah, I can't just stand, right? And like, I, I'm a big headbanger. I like headbanging. I'm always going to nod my head. But 
uh, moshing was like when I'm like my, my form of dancing. Right. And yeah. so I hadn't done it in a long time though. Cause I'd just been saying like, well, you know, I'm fucking old now, man. Like I'm, <laughs> I'm not going to yeah, mosh boobs, anymore. I'm yeah. <laughs> well, so what this is, that's where I'm going. Like Uh-oh. I was like, this band was playing and I was like, I had already taken my bra off outside. Cause I was like, dude, fuck my titties are just like a little sore and they just need some freedom. Bras are right? bad for you anyway. Yeah. So I like, uh, didn't have a bra on and but this band starts playing and i'm just like I, i'm fucking going in the pit man like I, I have to do it like i'm gonna regret not doing this mm-hmm. i know that like if i left all i would be thinking about is oh what it would have been like if i could yeah. have like just expressed that energy i had in that way and so i go in the pit and like yeah that's I, when you should wear a sports bra <laughs> yeah my titty i had i was just like i was enjoying it and then the first time my tit got hit i was like Oop. oh fuck like i did not expect that just like someone fucking shoving you in the chest like yeah i have to tell adrian and jess and people i hook up with like please don't push on them too much like they're really so tender sweet, yeah. yeah and then just they they just started getting <laughs> nailed and i was like you know what you got like pms titties all yeah time. i was like fuck it i'm doing this like, and I, uh-huh. I didn't leave and it was great. At first, that part was a little masochistic where it was like, it yeah. hurts, but it's like a cathartic hurt, mm-hmm. right? Sure. Like, I wasn't turned on by it, but like, I was oh, definitely yeah. tapping into that kind of like masochist Pain, part of yeah. my brain to like enjoy this like experience. Yeah. But then I got punched in the face <laughs> or elbowed in the face. Oh. That's why I have a black eye right now. Oh, I didn't even notice. Yeah, it's a tiny one. It's just. Oh, I see. Yeah. And so my, and it like, wasn't like in the eye, it was like, they hit my like cheekbone yeah. and like that, like rocketed up into my eye. Right. And so, and that's when it, I like got knocked to the ground and, you know, someone helped me up thankfully, but I was like, Oh fuck dude. Like, okay. Out of the mask, his headspace into the adult. Holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> that's not, it's like, I thought I was going to be able to like hang in there. And like I did, like I kept going back in after that event. Yeah. And like I came out with another knot on my forehead eventually. <laughs> <laughs> but like my whole body just started, started falling apart. And I was like, yeah, you know what? I think kink stuff is my new moshing. Yeah. It's like, like I can't, that's the last time I'm doing it. Like I'm like, it would be some very special occasions that were like, draw me into like yeah. a mosh pit right hey y'all thanks for listening uh, if you like the podcast and want to leave us a review please head over to apple podcast and leave us a review like this one uh, i enjoyed the review from creamy pussy five stars it's called oh yeah just like that excellent and thought-provoking content that can make anyone no matter what your fetish is feel a little less alone and a little turned on wink perfect give us more stuff like that yeah head on over to apple podcast and uh, drop us a review thanks Here's a question um, that you can settle for us. So, who's us? The people. Oh. On a scale of one to ten, can we rate the pain of getting kicked in the nuts versus punched in the boob? I just kind of want to know where you'd put each one. Ooh, um, getting kicked in the balls hurts way more. Well, yeah, but like, what's the number? Balls is like an eight or a nine. Mm-hmm. Um, or I would say on the low side of like a tap, like a seven and a half. Okay. On the upper side, like, you know, 
nine to ten. Like, Jeez, yeah. I mean, you. I mean, I've, I've, th- I've thrown up from <laughs> getting kicked <laughs> in the balls. That before, sounds right? hard, but it's also like that's so cool, man. <laughs> I want to know so, what that pain is like. <laughs> no, you don't. It but like, just to, out of like, curiosity, it just hurts to think about it. Like, it, that's the thing about like why, that's like why guys getting hit in the balls videos exist, <laughs> and girls getting hit in the tit videos really don't. But that was so funny though. <laughs> just as a joke, they should. Yeah, as if it's equivalent. Yeah. Of it. Um. But I mean, like, so far as I've experienced boobs <laughs> on the upper side, like, seven and a half. And, like, but more often than not, like, on the average, I would rate, rate the pain as, like, of three to uh, yeah. six, five and a half, right? That's what Because, like, like, oh, like, I got, I'm, I'm saying, like, I've been, like, it was, like, when it when they first started growing. Yeah, there's some when they're sensitive, and then someone really gets you. Yeah, it, well, it was, like, when they first started growing, and I didn't know how big they had, were yet, and I would accidentally hit them against things or mm. bang them against things. It's that unintentional kind of, like, corners of shelves or tables and things like that <laughs> that really hurt. And then there's just the, like, people who have boobs but have had them for a while forget how sensitive boobs are. It's funny. Every person with boobs that's, like, tried to, like, touch mine or, like, suck on them, and I've had, like, I'm sorry, they're just, they're like, really sensitive. Can you just, like, be a little softer or just, like, really mm-hmm. gentle? They're like, oh, I'm sorry, I, I forget how sensitive they are. It's like, yeah, y'all are fucking battle-hardened by now. Like, you've had, yeah. like, motherfuckers, like, <laughs> mouths and lips, like, all over them. They've been touched and slapped, like, you know, just, just incidentally. Age. Like, yeah. Just, they've just been, yeah. like, they're they're more used to these, like, sensations. They're not on fire every day. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, dude. Like, yeah, you're, I drink, like, teething. Yeah, I, like, drink coffee and feel it in my tits. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, no joke. You're, yeah. So, so it's like, yeah, there's this odd pain to them, but it's not as just, like, it, it's more of, like, a deep soreness pain, and then mm-hmm. when they're hit, it's, like, acute, but it's also, like, it still feels a little cathartic even when they get hit. There's nothing pleasurable, <laughs> at least for me, about yeah. getting kicked. Because some people are into that shit, right? They oh, love God. getting, like, I've seen people get, like, fucking nailed in the balls, like, and, uh, like, kink things, right? Like, I was definitely turned on in that, um, the, what was the James Bond movie where Daniel Craig is just oh, getting Oh, <laughs> no, I can't. <laughs> it's awesome. That fucking, yeah, that big ass knotted that. rope, that hurt me so. See, I didn't have to no, feel it that way. No, I just no, got no, to no, enjoy no. it in theory. Mm. That's awesome. Oh God, it's like yeah, it's like such a it's such a visceral. I think I watched it in the movie theater and was like, mm, I'm uncomfortable <laughs> around my family. <laughs> I'm so wet. Uh huh. <laughs> uh, like surprised. I mean, I have nightmares about it, right? Like that an Daniel a- Craig scene? No, <laughs> but inspired by it, probably like where like my balls get like stepped on and squished and like uh, come out, or like oh. like my ball sack gets split open oh, and they come out, or like no. they like step on it and like squish no, them. I don't like. Yeah, I don't like saying? popping thing. Like I don't like. Yeah, I, like I can't a, sit on a balloon or anything. Like I don't like that or a or a, or a Pillsbury squish, yeah. can. I don't like doing that. I mean, it'd so be like, like someone stepping about, on like an eyeball after it's come out yeah, of your head uh, that feels like that squish, and like my balls. Uh, yeah. And like, you know, just the blood so and all that shit. And they're attached to you. So even if, if you step on it and squish them, you stand up, they would hang from you until someone cuts them off. <sighs> yeah. That's what I'm saying. That's like, oh, like, yeah, I have nightmares about that. That's I don't know. Awesome. Not all the time. <laughs> but like, <laughs> I want to know how many penis people are having nightmares about their balls being like stepped on or cut off. I don't or know, but it's a thing. Well, where it's like, tell us if you do. Tell us if you have those nightmares. I'll never 
in a movie, I don't care what it is, like what the setting is. If I see someone get kicked in the balls, I'll always be like, oh, and like I, I verbally and physically react. Dude. Yeah. It's, yeah, that's like, <laughs> dude, that's one of those things where it's like, Do you think- when I'm thinking about fucking getting a vagina, I'm like, fuck, yes. Yeah, but your I've brain's even, probably still going to act that way. I've even, th- yeah, but here's the thing. Like, it's not. It, and you can laugh at yeah, your body. Yeah, I'm guess. not going to vomit from like getting <laughs> yeah, kicked in my fake it'll pussy. Probably, it'll probably If anything, that fake away. pussy is going to be a little bit more numb than everything I have working right now. You know, like mm-hmm. just chances like, are. Here's the thing, though. Even though like my my the boob that hurts is like a deep tissue hurt, right? It's mm-hmm. like deep down in my boobs. The surface of my chest is like now able to withstand more pain though. So like the skin and like my nipples, like I like my nipples being pinched more now and like yeah. being bit more, right? And they can often they can take more than they used to be able to. Like especially if I like warm up a little bit. So that's a new, you know, it's not all like so when Pain you had male style boobs, they were not uh, they were not really as sensitive or to or like they just it, yeah you know. they weren't it's, well yeah there just wasn't as much general sensation in my chest so it's just kind of annoying if someone's doing stuff to them no it was nice but it what it didn't like rock my body right like when I like if someone like sucks on and like pinches and plays with my nipples like yeah. I feel it all the way yeah. through my back all the way down that's so like, interesting yeah that like that's it's like rewired I mean, we all kind of know that it's different for for penis people and vagina people but like especially me having never had sex with a penis person like i always kind of wonder about that like because some people some penis people do like yeah people like it and penis people like you know have sensitive nipples too right like with or or like you know penis people that haven't taken like hormones to transition or anything like that Mm -hmm. you know have sensitive nipples and yeah it's like yeah it's a bell curve like everything else you know and I mean, I felt I, like I was in the middle of that bell curve. I felt like my nipple was like pretty average. Like I was never into uh-huh. a ton of pain, but you know, I liked biting and hickeys and things like that, but it was never like a, oh my gosh, yes. Right. Yeah. And then I started taking hormones <laughs> and it was like, holy shit, I'm having to relearn like sensations. And like it now it's like a thing where it's like, I, I've never, like, I love it when I'm like just making out with someone and doing boob stuff for a while. Yeah. Yeah. Welcome to lesbianism. I know. It's so great. It's just like, (laughs) yeah, you can just suck on my titties for a while. And you're like, I do want to suck on your titties for a while. (laughs) Can I just suck? Yeah. That's all. It's like you're (laughs) two hours. I'm great. I know. Right. (laughs) And it's like used to, I would like, I would enjoy it, but I would always, it would be like, well, we can either just stop or we should do something else. But like, this isn't going to be, I mean, I can suck on yours for a while. Yeah. But I don't want you just to suck on my tits forever, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Now, <laughs> it's like, yeah. can we just watch a movie? Yeah. And just like <laughs> this could keep going. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, boobs. Mm. They're great. Oh, I don't know how I feel about this or what I think about this. Okay. Um, but I saw it was like the Olympic committee or the like whatever committee governs like running races, like foot races around the world, um, like track and field shit, ruled that there's this one lady who has has been like winning a bunch of shit. Uh, and she mm. has like not just natural. I think she's a vagina person, yeah. if I'm correct. And she has 
naturally high levels of testosterone. And they rule that she's going to have to take hormones to lower her levels of testosterone to continue to compete. Did you read some more articles? Because I didn't fully get into it. And I was like, is that for real? Yeah. So I didn't read more articles. I mean, I've read articles about this before. This has like been a debate for a while Jesus. of like trans people in sports. Yeah, and then also not- just people who are have different testosterone levels naturally or estrogen That's levels crazy. naturally occurring within them. Right. Unless we're just going to make it to a weight class where it's just like, okay. Well, these these testosterone level people will compete. <laughs> these testosterone level people will compete. Maybe we should just do that explicitly. Yeah, but I think that this there are only so many people with levels like that. It's such an out, it'd be like what, two people racing. Well, maybe then she would be with at that level. The, the males who had that testosterone level. But I think something. at this I think at the same time, if she competed with the males, she would probably just be losing, losing. every time. Like I just think there's that, still like bone structural differences. Well, I don't know, but I'm just guessing if we looked up like their hundred meter like whatever she runs and compared it to the dude i mean this sounds sexist as fuck but it's just like no i mean there's just typically like it's like you're like a tenth of a second slower like whatever slower and like uh (coughs) but at the same time i think it's like fuck you guys it's like i'm i'm sorry that like she's (laughs) She's fucking fucking vagina person who's not only that but it's like she yeah that's how she was made she is just the best she is better than you like some of the men who are breaking the records for men also have really high testosterone levels or like here's the other thing michael phelps it's been proven that his body doesn't produce as much lactic acid as like other humans and I think it also recovers from the lactic acid mm-hmm. that is created, allowing yeah, him to like train fat. Yeah, some but of this is biological bio- differences. Yeah. That's why people are better. That's what. What do you think? Like everyone completely earned it through hard work? No, the people are genetically different, and that's a lot of what's getting rewarded. But that's what we do because it's fun to have better and better humans at stuff. I yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry, she's more evolved. She's than the more rest evol- of us. yeah. She's <laughs> you <know>? stronger. She's <laughs> I think people. I guess people don't want to admit that like the testosterone is what's going to clearly make her a better athlete, and because that like would hurt women's feelings or something. No, but so it's just like to, look, if you have higher levels of testosterone, you're able to build a larger muscle mass. Yeah, it's just how shit works. Not that yeah. you can't. Not that if you don't have a bunch of testosterone, you can't be strong. But, but if like, you have it, you can be, be stronger. stronger. Mm-hmm. That's why people take it to, when they're in like fucking weightlifting, and old men take yeah. it when they start to like you know, or not old men, middle aged men start yeah. taking it when they start to get tiny. And, yeah, testosterone's a powerful thing. So, yeah. but yeah, she happened to be born with an advantage. Again, a lot of the men who are breaking records or winning things, um, also, I'm sure if you look into it, have abnormally higher testosterone levels than other people. That's, you know, how is that any different? They're just, they're saying she's, she can't compete with women. I mean, there's an upper limit to the testosterone that a, that a woman could have. Yeah, I don't know. I, I think it's fucked up. That's bizarre. I mean, it's unf- like you're forcing someone to take drugs to compete. These people are morons. I mean, this yeah. is really, if that's real, like if this is not just an exaggeration of what's actually happening, we really should <laughs> look that up. It's just fucking insulting in a weird way. It's like, so you're, you're not only you telling her that she has to take, you know, <laughs> drugs to be able to compete, to but, but you're telling her that all of her past accomplishments don't mean as much in a weird yeah, way because she's less of You're, a woman by your paradigm that yeah doesn't make any sense yeah yeah I, I mean it's really childish 
it, it's it's strangely bad logic that's kind of embarrassing. Also, I just don't get people who are that puritanical about some things where it's just like, what fucking sanctity of what sport are we really protecting? <laughs> I was like, who gives a shit? Like, it's like, you know, when they, we, they talk about, like, you know, little kids taking hormones. It's like, oh, should we do that or not? It's like, fuck it. Why not? It's like, it's not the worst thing we do. It's not the worst like thing in the world. Like this, like woman, like competing like this, like she's not violating some purity, like of like a sport or an idea, like childhood or the sport of running. Like, what are you protecting? Like, fuck, let, live in the fucking Wild West. Let it happen. And, like, sh- chill the fuck out. Hey, y'all. Couple quick announcements. Ariel uh, is starting a new show this Friday, uh, May 17th. It's called Backyard Sluts 9. It's a super raunchy comedy show that happens in a really pretty backyard here in Austin. Uh, it's going to have free drinks and snacks and some surprises hidden under some chairs you should come check it out if you're into really raunchy comedy and if you're not don't bother showing up we don't want you there there's a suggested donation at the door but we're not going to turn away somebody with a disgusting sense of humor who doesn't have a buck if you want to watch the show the address for the backyard that it's in is 604 fairfield lane and again that's this friday at 8 p.m backyard sluts nine And then this Saturday, Ariel also has a show at 10 p.m. at the Fallout Theater. It's off script. It's her monthly heckling aloud uh, comedy show with pizza provided by That's Real Comedy. You should come heckle Ariel and all the other comedians on the show. It's a great time. Uh, Prizes are given out for the best heckles or if you're just a bad heckler, but you make everybody laugh. Prizes are awarded, uh, especially if you sit in the front row. If you want tickets to that, you can go to arielnorman.com, or there may be some available at the door, but that show sells out pretty often, so get your tickets ahead of time. So I got some shit to talk about that's just making me feel very bad. Like, I feel like a bad person. You feel like a bad person? Type? Yeah, but it's, be- but it's because it's with a friend. It's with oh. somebody I know, but it's like, a, it's like I was put in a situation where it's like, I have to share my truth, but I can't, like make you feel good Mm, like i'm gonna be the bad person at the end of this so earlier today i like posted this like i I like listening to uh the new releases of all my favorite bands that put out new shit on fridays and i like to post about it on instagram on my story right and like a little thought and i posted today like i didn't get to do that last week you know because i was in new orleans and then also in the same picture, it was just a picture of my tits, really, <laughs> at my office. And I was like, also, look how big my boot is. It, isn't it crazy? Look how big my boots are getting. Hopefully, I'll get a raise slash promotion <laughs> soon, right? Uh-huh. And then I proceeded to post my music things. Well, a good friend of mine messaged me, and they just said, like, ugh, no. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, well, what, what do you mean? And I was like, are you saying ugh, no to my boobs right. or to, like, me getting a raise slash promotion? And they said that, like... Yeah. Well, they were just like, uh, you know, they're like, you know, your boobs look great, but somebody, but you getting a razor promotion because of some creepy dude, like bad, like that's a legitimate problem for a lot of people. Right. And so, um, and I got pissed off cause I, I was like one, I was like, how do you know that's a thing I haven't gone through? Right. Which to be fair, they didn't explicitly say or infer, but the, when you phrase it like, well, this is a real problem. It's like, do you think I'm not aware of and right. haven't experienced it? You can still joke it? about things that are real problems. Well, let me get to that. Let yeah. me finish the setup to all this because I kind of cover that in a second. Right. Mm-hmm. I was like, you don't know like 
like you don't know that it's like while we're sharing information we already know it's like trans women are at the bottom of like the gender pay gap mm-hmm. right i'm know for a fact i'm one of the lowest paid people in my office right oh interesting yeah, yeah. It, despite other factors like how long you've been there and stuff like that or yeah like this how do you is, know that you've been we've all talked about salaries and things right. yeah so i know that's a fact also right and so it's like so I was like, and also, like, I would suck, like, so many dicks if it meant I didn't have to live paycheck to paycheck. And then I was like, also, like, while we're, like, so I can't joke about, you know, like, using my tits to get a raise or to, like, uh, get a promotion, but I can make incest and necrophilia mm-hmm. and fucking dog and killing cat jokes and pedophile jokes, right? Right. Like, those are okay, but this thing isn't. I was like, that's stupid. And they were like, you know, I just don't think they're like, I simply don't think it's the thing that should be made light of. I was like, well, one, I was like, I would argue I'm not making light of the thing. I'm making dark of it. Right. Right. I'm not trying to like Ugh, take away from this. Yeah. I'm t- not trying to take away the seriousness of it or the heaviness of it. I'm like leaning into the uncomfortable truthiness of it. Right. And I'm not saying that me posting that on fa- on Instagram on my little story is like a brilliant work of art and I'm making a statement. Right. But if we're going to talk about it on this like philosophical level of what you should and shouldn't joke about or whether I should or should not have made this thing, that's where I'm going to kind of take it for a second. So yeah. I was like, yeah, I'm not making light of a thing. I'm making dark of it. Mm-hmm. I was like, the presence of a joke or laughter uh, like, isn't indicative of like, you know, a lightness. Yeah. And it's not indicative of like a lack of sincerity or seriousness or not believing in like the legitimacy of like how problematic a thing can be. Right. You know? And then they were like, they're like, I was like, and I present, I was like, I said that not in all those words, but more or less. And I was like, what you saying? I can't also like joke about any of those other subjects. Are there any other parts of my lived experience? I can't make jokes about. And they responded, well, I've never, you know, fucked a cat or fucked a dog or killed a cat. Although I could do a cat fucking joke now, I guess Mm -hmm. I got that permission. Um, (laughs) But it's like, but I have had like things like that. And like said in a little bit more explicit fashion, I have had that shit happen to me in a very like real mm-hmm. and like traumatizing way. And I was like, I responded with like, this is where I feel bad because this is where it's ended and they haven't responded yet. I just responded with like, you know, like that's horrible. Mm-hmm. Like my heart breaks knowing you had to live through that. But that, but that doesn't mean that what some people choose to address in comedy is inherently lo- wrong mm-hmm. or a subject that shouldn't be talked about. Right. You know, right. and it's just so fucked up. Like, I don't want to have to have these. Con- I guess you have to have these conversations with people, but I hate having to have them because it makes me feel like a shitty person because it's like, yeah, I get that something that should never happen to anybody has happened to you. I in that that's hard for you to hear about, but that doesn't mean but that, like, that like, happens in life all the time. And you can't like, I know, but, but that's what I'm saying from- is like. Yeah, that's a different case altogether, right? Like whether you should run away from trauma and things like that. But I'm just talking about how it just because a thing is like in a joke doesn't mean that like there is it's not being dealt with in a very sincere and very like empathetic way in a lot yeah, of times. Like, like, it's you're not, not as trying if, like, to uphold the yeah. patriarchy here. Like, yeah, and I'm not trying to say it's a good thing, but also, you know, on, on here's a, here's an argument that's been made for a long time. I'm not the first person to make it. It's like, you know, who are you also, even though it might perpetuate like the sexist, like and classes, all these things, all the cycle of like, workplace sexual harassment mm-hmm. who are you to like look down on or talk badly upon like somebody who does use like the system that is geared against them to try and gain some sort of right. advantage here are you to like talk shit on like the girl who unbuttons her like blouse 
one button more and she gets a raise a little bit higher than somebody else does. Like, is it wrong that she's doing that inherently? Like, where is your, like, how are you, what sort of ethics are you using to decide like the goodness or badness of that situation? Right. And it's not that there aren't ethics for that, but I would challenge this person to have cohesive ethics and have thought it through because that's what I really don't like about this is that they start with, uh, no, which is like such a common way to handle things now. It seems just responding to a post like that. And it's like, well, I, was like, it, I, I said, like, I genuinely don't know why you sent me. Right, because exactly. But that's the thing. It puts on the other person and instead of them having, to like articulate it or like commit to it they just put that out there and then if you engage then it's just like you know then they maybe will articulate this thing but it seems just more like people just have this thing to be like oh I found something offensive and I want to you know tell you you're bad I, I just like I see that on Twitter a lot where that's people's response instead of you know it's like I don't I don't know there's something that annoys me about that that you're just like well, there's the no person. consistency with it between subjects, right? It's kind mm-hmm. of like, you know, it's like, so if, so essentially kind of what this person was saying was like, you know, this thing, this like idea of workplace sexual harassment or creepy people in the workplace or being mm-hmm. sexualized in the workplace unwantedly um, is, is in the realm of things that you cannot talk about. But these other things that I'm talking about that have right. happened to other people still for them exist in the realm of things I'm comfortable or they're right. comfortable with me talking about. So what I'm saying is like if you're you if you, you need I'm not saying you have to be to a totalitarian or universal in like how you apply your logic, but I think you need a broader level of consistency between subjects. So if you think this about subject A, mm-hmm. you kind of also have to limit Not subject B, C, and D. Not just the subject that affects you. Right? Right. And I think, I mean, I think doing it that way is kind of wrong. I think we have to handle each subject that's approached with like nuance and like right. reading the context of it and seeing how it was presented and who is presenting it. And, but you know, that's really fucking hard to do over Instagram. Well, right. And just like, just saying, uh, no, puts you in the position of having to be like, okay, what did I do wrong? Mm-hmm. I think that's what annoys me about it. Yeah, like the only true. response that you can do is, yes, I've been a bad boy. And what did I do? Because you, I said, eight, I did eight different things in that post. So please tell me which one of them you're objecting to and from what angle so that I can respond to that. But instead they just post, uh, no, and it's on you, you know? It's just, it's childish to me. I see that on Twitter a lot. No offense to this person. It's a meme. People are doing it. It's like, whatever. I just think it's, I just think it's childish. You know, speak your criticism. If you have a real, crit- or, or DM the person. I don't know. Do they DM you? Yeah, this they, is okay. all. That, oh, because it's from a story, right? Yeah. And, well, I like that. And Instagram is usually more free of yeah, this that isn't, kind of stuff. Yeah, this is just the two of us talking. So there, and no one's watching. So there's no one trying to prove a point to an audience. Right. So in this case, it's just someone, yeah, just telling you. And it's somebody I've known for a long time. Like, I met them before I met you, right? right. And this was like, I don't know. I feel like no matter how long I've known someone, like if they said uh, no to me in a personal message, it just made me feel really uncomfortable, like you say. I mean, I haven't seen them in person in probably five years, but like... Right, I still like, have like I feel like I have a connection to this person that I give a shit about. To and me, it's, it's like give like, me the respect of saying I don't know. It feels gross to me to just throw that out there. Like I reject this towards someone. It feels like you should go ahead and say why if you want to throw that out. I realize you might edit this out because we're talking about your friend and I'm criticizing their behavior. But I, no, I, I, I mean, I agree with that. Like, I mean, that's that was my, the first thing I said was like I don't know if that's to like my boobs or to me getting a promotion, like, yeah, they did for, it's a conversational tactic of forcing my hand into asking what did I do wrong? Also just an aside, 
you called me a bad boy and it pinged my head, but, in, but then I was like, well, I was okay, thinking th- about that, myself when I was, oh, <laughs> but then, okay, well, but still in my head, then I went through this whole, like, awesome. while you were talking like conversation of like, okay, well it is a colloquial thing. Like you do call like inanimate objects, bad boys. <laughs> so it's not like a slide against my gender. I would probably be prefer to be called a bad girl, but there isn't a movie called bad girls. And I want to be Will Smith and Martin Lawrence and bad boys. So mm-hmm. like maybe I think I, think I do identify boy. more as a bad boy than a bad girl, unless I'm getting fucked. Then I'm a bad, bad girl. boy <laughs> is hotter to me than bad girl. Like something I'm not, you've been bad. a bad girl. It doesn't really work for me as much. I like bad boy. So it's just, you know, it's just the way I think. Yeah, I know. I just, Ch- children are gender neutral to me. Eh, who cares? Children are <laughs> pointless to me. But. <laughs> yeah. but, you know, boy versus girl, like, that's just all, like, you can play with that, no matter what your gender, genitals or gender are. Um, but this did remind me of what I wanted to talk about. So whenever we finish this, remind me to tell you about my dream last night. Okay. I mean, I don't know what I'm trying to, what else I'm trying to say or do. It was just a thing that happened that I needed to like, you know, fucking voice like to, just to get out into the ether. Uh, cause it, it's a thing that I constantly think about and worry about, you know, because I'm, I, I'm not though. I say things that are fucked up and like, uh, they're not just for the sake of scandal. You know, it's not just to be like controversial. And it's also, not because I have some sort of like diehard belief in what I'm doing will in the end be correct, right? Uh-huh. It's like I, I very much believe in what I'm doing and I very much believe like the kind of like mental framework I have working right now, like my system of logic and theoretical justification for what I say and do. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, all of that like theoretical justification is based off of disproving shit that I believed before and working towards new things. And so I don't firmly believe I'm right. I don't think that like one day I couldn't just be wrong and like have to eat like a fuck ton of crow. Totally. You know? Yeah. That's the thing. We, but I, but I also don't think that like I should let the fear of that stop me from like living and what I believe now. Yeah. Yeah. We're trying our best in other words. Um, (laughs) trying. So a listener reached out to me uh, saying that their girlfriend wanted to come on and be a guest because she wanted to talk about her tickling fetish because she wants to educate people on this tickling fetish because she just can't. She's actually on her way back right now from the National Tickling Fetish Convention. And so uh, (laughs) and she wants to get a scene started in Austin, but not many people know about it and not uh, there aren't many people here that are aware of other people doing it. And so I think it's a good idea that we have her on to like help build the tickling fetish community in Austin. But also I want to know what the fuck is involved with tickling (laughs) fetish. Yeah, who are these people? (laughs) Because that what are y'all up to? That sounds horrifying yeah this is like it sounds so like the worst thing that you have to wonder if it happens to be the best thing somehow like like, i would rather you like i would rather get be forced to do blood play shit where you're cutting my back than have you tie me down and tickle me sounds unbearable yeah that's like with strangers i get violent so quickly when people tickle me yeah (laughs) do not fucking i had older siblings i had to defend myself it's just gonna happen yeah Uh, and it's just mm, 
Yeah, it, like talking about it now, it honestly it makes me like trying to think about being tickled makes me more uncomfortable than uh, thinking like about my balls getting getting kicked. molested. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Tickling is very uncomfortable. But so I want to. Yeah, so she's gonna come on and okay. we're gonna talk about it. But I just want to let's just do just teaser. hang yeah hang out on it for a second and everyone uh, meditate on a tickling fetish. I mean, like. You know, I guess maybe there's some people who, you know, genuinely enjoy it and it can be like a cute thing where you're like being teased like ah, like they a little like a little like if I was like, like I'm thinking about like my uh like oh, I, I how I enjoy being little and doing little girl shit and you know like yeah. Adrian being daddy yeah. like I could see like in that situation or something like that like a like a okay. like a teasy tickly thing or like a creepy yeah. tickly thing maybe if you were doing it for those reasons yeah you know? But it's like if there's somebody that just enjoys it, just like, oh, please tickle me. I'm like, dude, you're a fucking psycho. <laughs> you're sick. You're sick. <laughs> I've never that called is, anyone sick and disturbed before per, because of what they're into, a, but that is yeah. fucking disturbing. It feels like, <laughs> really uncomfortable. It's like, oh, yay. It's like, like Oh no! Mm. Uh, I mean, you know that is a red flag. No chino shade if that's your thing, but or you whatever. are fucking psyched. <laughs> terrifying. <laughs> so I would be uncomfortable to be in the room with somebody yeah. that's like enjoying uh-huh. being tickled in that way. Mm-hmm. Like if pain or the fact that it's a horrible thing isn't involved in it. Mm-hmm. It, oh wow, wow, <laughs> disturbed. But <laughs> what if what if she comes and that's her thing? Um, can we actually? Just for our, can we put these handcuffs on you just for our safety? I'm not saying we don't trust you, but we just don't want your hands free and accessible. To, I just don't want to have to worry. Yeah. <laughs> also, this is just a little Hannibal Lecter mask. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay, not to say anything about you. We just don't want to have to don't worry. Don't want any nibbles. <laughs> Uh, oh, here's the thing i'm super ticklish like i can't like it's it's annoying because people when you're like you know in that foreplay mode love to kiss like we're talking about kissing boobs they love to kiss from like boobs down to like whatever your genitals are to go down on you right mm-hmm. but for me it's like you can kiss my boobs to my belly button and mm-hmm. then you gotta stop yeah and then you can do my dick only and just like where kind of like my pubes are a little bit and then a little bit of my inner thigh, but like do not fucking touch like the upper parts of where my thigh meets my like hip. Like yeah. the hips are fucking out of bounds. Like, yeah. And it's, yeah, like my neck and my collarbone, if I'm high and I get in my own head, mm-hmm. everything is going to be ticklish. I'm going to have, we're going to have to, I'm going to have to be like, we have to take a break for a second. Yeah. I'm going to need to reset and ground myself. Otherwise you're not going to be able to fuck me or I'm going to be like yeah. tickled the whole time. Yeah. Yeah. It's a frightening fetish, honestly, for me at least. <laughs> yeah, you know, it just it, they do feel like a, a monster. You know? <laughs> <laughs> what happened? I, I realized we're like we would love to have this person on, but <laughs> we have questions about your childhood. Yeah. <laughs> I know Austin doesn't usually support my childhood issues theory, but although the I do think thing is my suspect. dislike of being tickled is directly tied to being tickled too much as a child. Yeah. I remember telling older people when I was like, I don't know, in that three-year-old kind of range, them like chasing me around church to try to like pin me down and tickle me or do like a raspberry in my stomach. And I remember <coughs> hating it and being like, <coughs> finally like getting the courage to like tell someone like, I really don't like it when they do that, you know? And then they had to, <coughs> anyway. Yeah. 
Oh, that's weird. But again, Kids. you know, if it's like kind of like a, if it's in a consensual, cute, teasy role play thing, mm-hmm. I, I'm not going to say I love it, but like, okay, fine. You know, but mm-hmm. otherwise just the thought, like the think about like in like a BDSM context, like having your feet in like uh. the version of the stock so you can't move <laughs> them and your arms are tied down while you're sitting down on a uh-huh. thing. You know, kind of like you're doing yoga or you're fixing a stretch, like your feet are out straight Mm -hmm. and there's someone just tickling your feet and you can't fucking move. That sounds like hell. Yeah. Hell. No. Like King Joffrey shooting that bitch (laughs) with a crossbow in Game of Thrones is less fucked up Uh. than that is. Uh, I'm joking, um, but yes, <laughs> clearly no. murder is worse. God, that was just the, the tickling. God, like, yeah, that was that was dark. Scene. That was the that worst. Was so fucking. That's dark. That's probably the worst scene of that show. Ugh. Oh God, that show sometimes. Um, yeah, but just uh, toss in my yeah, just yeah, so you know where my tickling is at for me. I don't. I don't. I don't um, like the idea of tickling. Purposeful tickling. I mean, I hate it when I, you know, yeah, when I touch someone somewhere that tickles them. You know, I hate I hate doing that. You know, because it's like yeah. Ugh. I hear now that I think about it, I do like I like the one tickle. Uh-huh. So like the cute surprise tickle, like the yeah. eh, you know where sure. it's just like a poke. There's okay. no there's like you know there's nothing else coming. It's yeah. just like the ah, gotcha. Yeah. That I can do. That's cute. Okay. Because like I like that. Like when someone like grabs my hips and I'm like ah, like it uh-huh. tickles, but it's like oh, you gotta pull it off. But yeah, yeah, right. Mm-hmm. But not the whole, not the whole extended. Yeah. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, good. Yeah. We'll see if we what new shit we learned about tickling. <laughs> Can't wait. This has been another NPR production out of Safe Space Studios. We're broadcasting on sixty-six point six FM. That's KFUX. Peace. Ciao. I'm Janish Meeting, a native writer and comedian, and I'm thrilled to announce that my podcast, Woman of Size, has found a permanent home on the Hoo-Ha-Ha Network. On Woman of Size, I talk to artists, writers, activists, and thinkers about their big-ass lives, their big-ass experiences, and their big asses. Woman of size is plus size. Latina. Flawed. Curvy. Curvy. Thick queen. Queer. Fat. Black. Disabled. So come take up space and subscribe to Woman of Size on Apple Podcasts or wherever you like to listen. Be big, baby. This has been a Hoo Ha Ha Podcast.